On our road to Men in Black International, the time has come to dive into Men in Black 3. Is it better than we remembered? Well, I mean, it is starring Thanos. Hey, hey how old are you? 29. Oof. You got some city miles on you. You should choose your words more carefully. Welcome to Durbania, I'm Durbin, and this is my spoiler talk for Men in Black 3. I was really, really surprised going back and re-watching all three of these movies. I've seen them all before, it's just been such a long time. And you know, the first one, I was like, I know I'm going to enjoy it, and guess what? I did, and it was awesome. I really thought I was going to like MIB 2 better than MIB 3. And now I gave that one a C plus. It was just kind of average to me. And then I got into MIB3 thinking, wow, then what is this one gonna be? It's a B plus. I enjoyed it better than MIB2. I mean, I always did remember that this one had a little bit more heart and Thanos is in it. Really, we need to go right now. Read it, run from it. Destiny arrives all the same. We need pie. What? Flippin' Josh Brolin, Thanos, is Agent K when he's 29 years old and 1969. Josh Brolin is fantastic and does the best Agent K. You see, I, I sense you're not embracing the concept here, right? Pod don't work unless you let it. I was gonna say impersonation, but it's not really an impersonation. Somehow Josh Brolin managed to take what Tommy Lee Jones... I'm hungry, you hungry? You don't have to go good with this to be silence. And yeah, imitate it, but at the same time, make it his exact own character. So even though it's Agent K and you truly see Agent K, it's authentic. How do you know my name? Relax, Cochise, we'll find him. Hey, Slick, you bold in the future? That is what freshens it up this time. The idea of throwing time travel in here and putting Agent J in a whole different time period with a younger version of Agent K that is very similar to the one he knows yet different because something tragic hasn't yet befallen him. And so, you know, if he has a partner, he's gonna talk to his partner. What kind of partner sit in the car all day, every day, 14 years and don't talk? Exactly. And this is the type of problem it causes. And so it was very interesting to kind of take it from that approach and visit the young K and shift up the dynamic in that relationship that way. Because like I said, even in the first review and then the second review, the real heart and dynamic of the MIB franchise thus far is the Agent J and Agent K relationship. It's totally believable that this is Agent K and not only does it keep the dynamic and the relationship alive between K and J, but it brings something new and fresh to it that MIB 2 just didn't quite deliver on. So the magic that was kind of lost in MIB 2 is kind of restored in MIB 3 the way that they did this. It's not just the way they did it, it's the actor that they chose and the way Josh Brolin was really able to bring that role home and deliver on the role of Agent K. And it's one of those things you almost forget. You almost forget how spot on Thanos is in this movie until you go back and you rewatch this movie. It's fantastic. Griffin is the other interesting time travel element that I thought was really cool they threw in here. It's not that it's time travel because he's a fifth dimensional being, which I found so interesting that here he is, he's watching all these futures unfold and all of the futures are his present because again, fifth dimensional. So having fun with the aliens and all that fun stuff. And so because like all these different futures are happening all at once, we don't know what future it is until it coalesces, until it actually 
actually happens and becomes firm reality. It makes him so interesting. My favorite scene is where he's with Kay and Jay and they're at the baseball game, but before it happens, before the Mets even played the miracle game and the way he kind of dives into it and all the stuff that had to fall together just right for the right people and the right things to be in the right place at the right time for the miracle to happen was incredibly interesting, which goes to the whole plot of this whole movie that you have one character, Agent J, coming from the future to try to prevent Kay's murder at the hands of Boris, which would change all history so that the world could be destroyed. And so now you have the miracle of somebody time traveling in to stop somebody else who's time traveled in to create something horrible. And then all the miracles of all the things that has to line up at just the right time so that the right thing will happen. It's incredibly interesting what they introduced with that character. So I thought that was cool because it wasn't just time travel. It was through this character, we saw that even though like a lot of stuff already happened, a lot of stuff was in Will Smith's memory, my gosh, the fact that he traveled to the past, the past is now his present, and now there's all these different futures of things that could be, and we don't know what's gonna happen until it all coalesces and it actually becomes reality. So I thought like that was a really cool element and concept that they introduced. Also something interesting is I've gone through all three MIB movies. First one has got Vincent D'Onofrio, you know, Kingpin from Daredevil on Netflix. The second one has Rosario Dawson. Third one. And oh my goodness, who is Will Smith's dad? Lo and behold, it is Luke Cage himself. The things you don't realize until you go back in time. It's kind of cool to go back and revisit stuff like that. Is he gonna be back? Yeah. Hmm. If you haven't seen this one in a long time, go back and watch this one. It is a ton of fun. It is cool to see a younger Luke Cage playing Will Smith's father. It's really cool to see a younger Josh Brolin long before he becomes Thanos doing this spot on Agent K as played by Tommy Lee Jones. Like, it's just so cool to go back in time to like, I think 2012 or so when this movie came out and to check it out and see like where these actors were. It's really fun to go back and check that out before you go see Chris Hemsworth and Tessa Thompson take on the whole new chapter of Men in Black International. I'm super excited to see the dynamic now in that relationship. We've already seen T Tessa Thompson and Chris Hemsworth together and Thor Ragnarok, so we know they have a great on-screen chemistry, and I'm excited to see what chemistry they're gonna bring to their partnership in Men in Black International and where it's going to take the franchise in the future. What's it gonna be like without Will Smith and without Tommy Lee Jones? Will there be cameos? So many questions, so many things I'm excited for. So. Hit that subscribe button to become a Durbanian and hit the bell by the subscribe button so you're notified when I drop my review for Men in Black International and you can get my thoughts on it. And then in the comments, you can tell me your thoughts on it so we can have an actual conversation about this. I can't wait. So hit that bell so you're notified for the next time I do a movie review, ranking video, theological analysis, trailer reaction, or anything else I do here. I'm Durbin. Thanks for checking out Durbanian. <laughs>